Yo, 2020. Here a little ashy there. But hey, day one. So the name of this book is The Five Negro Presidents USA by J.A. Rogers. Let's open it on up. And so it says, The Five Negro Presidents, according to what white people said they were. On cover, President Harding and his paternal granduncle, Uncle Oliver Harding, Abbott Monthly, September 1932. All right, so let's see what this is. Okay, and so we're going to get it going. You can get this book too. I'm going to read it. I know it's like a little glad, but it says... In 1963, when Attorney General Kennedy and the Senator Javis said that there might be a Negro president the next 30 or 40 years, fact, most of unspoken, most unspoken of the big magazines replied there was already one. And in its January, February 1946 issue, had an article, America's First Negro President. It named Warren G. Harden as one and had affidavits from early whites who knew the Harding family. But before Harding, three other presidents had been loudly proclaimed by whites, by white people, as being of Negro ancestry. Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, and Abraham Lincoln. The portraits of the above mentioned show the slightest degree of Negro strain. But that is certainly not proof. Even before the revolution, many of the many of Negro ancestry had become so white that whites who had who had been kidnapped and sold as Negroes could not prove they were really white. The more so that some some of the darker some of them were more darker than the bleach Negroes. Children were especially a special victims. As late as 1858, white orphan asylum sold their grandchildren at public auctions, and a picture of the time show a white child tanned to sell him into slavery in the South. Harper's Weekly, January 30th. 1864 has pictures of emancipated white slaves. So he said you can go to Harper's Weekly, January 30th, 1864, of pictures of emancipated white slaves. Ain't that interesting? Let's show you that. All right. Then it says the most famous case of the time was that of Salemi Mueller, a white German girl who was sold as a Negro slave. Her relatives brought suit, but the Supreme Court of Louisiana held she was a Negro. It wasn't until her birth certificate was dug up in Germany that her real race was discovered. In fact, Salami had been married to a Negro, believed herself to be one also. What writers at the time said of this was, is given in my sex and race, volume two, in the chapter, white people sold a Negro slave. White people sold as Negro slaves. Even some aristocrats were of a Negro ancestry. George Washington tells of 
Colonel Gatsby. Colonel Gatsby. Virginia Senator Negro Feature made him hurry nervously from Washington home when he saw there an old Negro to whom he wore a striking resemblance. Therefore, when the political opponents of a presidential candidate said he was a Negro, many accepted it without question. It is usual for a white for white writers to condemn offhand the statement that any president can possibly have possibly any degree of Negro strain whatsoever, but it is not possible without many tracing of ancestry to find whether one is pure white. Here is the case of one who started as a Negro, became white, and then voluntarily became a Negro again. His name is John McKee, whose case attracted national attention and whose picture appeared on the front of, of front page of New York Daily News, February 20th, 1948. McKee, a grandson of a Negro millionaire of that name, had crossed the color line, gone to Yale, and studied law. He lived for 44 years, 45 years as a white man and had been a successful Wall Street lawyer, said the news. He also married a white woman and had children by her. Then, in 1948, he saw an ad issued by an orphan society of Philadelphia any living grandsons of McKee. The latter in his will had left 800000 to to find a military school for white and Negro orphans with the provision that this would not be done. The money would interest should go to his last living grandson. This attorney McKee discovered was no other than himself and prompted, promptly became a Negro again to the tune of a million twelve hundred forty thousand with interest on the original sum. Here another case. This time was English royalty David Michael, Marquis of Milford Maven School of the Queen of England, has some Negro strain, but probably does not show it. On the paternal side, descended Descended from Queen Victoria of the Ma Victoria on a maternal from the Pushkin. Descended from Queen Victoria on a maternal from Pushkin, Russia's great poet. Pushkin in turn is descended from Abraham Petrovich Hannibal, an unmixed Sudanese Negro who had been adopted by Peter the Great of Russia and who Pushkin wrote in his Negro Peter of the Great. Hannibal descended Mary into German. Russian, Dutch, and other families. David Michael's mother was Najida, granddaughter of Grand Duke Michael of Russia. In some southern states, this member of English royalty will be a Negro. Virginia law provides that if any Negro ancestor is assertable, one is a Negro. If there have been proved, if this had been proved to Thomas Jefferson, also he would be one. When the descendants of Victoria and Pushkin married, the Hearst newspapers had a feature on it saying that a black hole baby might yet be born in the English royal family. This was based on the belief that if either couple had the slightest degree of Negro strong, a cold white baby might be born. That was published in 1668. Therefore, if Negro strength can be found in European royalty, which is exclusive, why not in the American colonies? 
where there was so much intermixing. Winston Churchill's grandmother was one-fourth American Indian, which William Joyce rightly or wrongly claims was an Indian but a Negro. Read <laughs> that. Therefore, therefore, these American presidents might have some Negro strain. It's possible. Did some person who knew the intimate details of their ancestry tell of them? There are many instances of white men exposed as Negroes. Interracial intercourse was very common then. George Washington had a Negro son and Jefferson mulatto daughters. <laughs> Negro males were also named as co-respondents in white divorce cases as Helen tells of her judicial case concerning American slavery and the Negro. Mixed marriages were also legal in several several southern states, including Mississippi and Virginia. In Tennessee, mixed couples have to pay a tax. Thomas Jefferson. The chief attack on Jefferson was in the Johnny Cake Papers. In a general denouncement of him, it said, Thomas Jefferson, son of a half-bred Indian squaw, sired by a Virginia mulatto father. It also called him a half nigger. Opposition papers took it up. It is difficult to find matter with specific details of the assertion now. Albert J. Knox, Jefferson, page 233, 1926, Taylor and Middleton's, The Eagle Screams, page 67, 77, 1936, David C. Coles, Ordeal of the Presidency, page 29, 1960, and David S. Broder, New York Times Magazine, September 9, 1964. Andrew father Andrew Jackson, President Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson father and mother came from Ireland and were wretchedly poor. The Virginia Magazine of History, Volume Two Nineteen, says that Jefferson was a son of a white woman who had intermarried with a Negro. That his elder brother had been sold as a slave in Carolina, which gave an air of truth to this, was that the elder Jackson died before Andrew was born. His widow went to live on the Crawford farm where there were Negro slaves and that was one of Andrew's father. It was stressed that Andrew was conceived after, after the death of his supposed father whose name he bore. Other mention can be found in David C. Doe's Ordeal of the Presid Presidency, page 127, 1960. Jacob D. Affairs, Jacobson D. Affairs of Dame Rumor, Page nineteen, page one ninety, nineteen forty three. Like this is Jay Rogers, man. Look, and we got the picture of Lincoln. Look, to show that they had a picture of Lincoln. This says Abraham Lincoln, cartoon, eighteen sixty. Original source not known. Appears in David Browder's Ordeal of the Presidency. Know his woolly hair. So you see, they got Abraham Lincoln with the afro. <laughs> Called him a Negro. <clears throat> Right back at it. Let's get right back at it. Now, this is Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was said to be the Ill illegitimate son of a Negro by Nancy Hanks. In his campaign for the presidency, he was also referred to as a Negro by his opponents. He was even depicted as a Negro. 
he was called Abraham Africanus the first, which what gave strength to this was that his hair was more Negro than Caucasian. So was his color. Of his father, he said his face was round, his complexion was swarthy, hair black, and coarse eyes brown. Of himself, of dark complexion, with coarse black hair and dark eyes. Henderson, his closest friend and law partner, said he had very dark skin. His confidential servant, William Slave, and an ex-slave, William Slate, an ex-slave, and a Negro, was much fairer and had straight hair. Side looked like a white man, Henderson said. That was something about Lincoln's origins he never cared to dwell on. Other writers agree with him. Coleman says, all we know about Abraham Lincoln's parentage and birth under his own hand are two brief records. One, an entry in the Bible, in his own handwriting, that he was born February 12, 1809. And the other, a brief autobiography which he gave to Mr. Jesse R. Fell in December 1859 for a campaign scratch. Lincoln had a secret praying on his mind. Was it his race? His enemies harped on it, Harden says of it. Lincoln ought have thought of committing suicide. Why? Did the knowledge of his mother's origin or his press the thought of suicide or his own press the suicide press the thought of suicide upon him? The hidden Lincoln page 412, 1938. Jacobson mentions a catechism by a Western author adducing evidence that Negro was that Lincoln was a of Negro ancestry. He also mentions another catechism by Chauncey Bohr, who said it would not rebound to Lincoln's honor to have it proved that he was part Negro, for then on the ground of a natural sympathy with his own race, we might find excuses for the fact that we could never pardon a white man. Coleman W.M., the evidence that Lincoln was not born in lawful wedlock. 1899, Beverage, A.J. Abraham Lincoln, Volume 1, Page 4, 1928, Lincoln Encyclopedia, Page 190, 1950, C. Jacobson, D. Affairs of the Dame Rumor, Page 191, 1948, D. Souls, Cold Ordeal of the Presidency, Page 155, 1960, Sandin' Boy Carl, the Prairie Years, Volume 2, page 381, 1968, 1960, 1926, American Mercury, The Many Side Lincoln, Taylor and Middleton, The Eagle Screens, page 106, 109, 1936, Abraham Lincoln. It seems clear, it's, it seems clear. Hernan W. H. Abraham Lincoln, Volume 1, Page 1, 1896. It seems clear that those whites who said Lincoln was a Negro are right. Hmm. Interesting. Now we're going to go to President Hamlin. Even more than Lincoln was his vice president, Hannibal Hamlin, is said to be a Negro. While United States Senator from Maine, he was often attacked from the floor because of his dark skin. To one opponent, he replied, I take my color from nature. You get yours from the Brady Bottle. 
which is more honorable. He was a special target for the South during the 1860 campaign, the more so as he was more outspoken against slavery than Lincoln. Editorials thundered against him and the direct effects of electing a free Negro to the free presidency. R.B. Retz, secession leader of the Charleston, South Carolina Mercury, July 9, 1860, said, Is what we call a mulatto? He has black blood in him. The northern people elected that man in consequence of his peculiarity. They designed to place over the South a man who has Negro blood. He wrote Lincoln that he understood that Lincoln had a mulatto boy. And if you will let us know what you will take for that boy, Hannibal and your price is reasonable. We'll purchase him. The Chicago Democrat. June 4th, 1861. The custom theme... As you read with me, okay. Glad you are welcome. So you know, in the South, for the last two months, has been the election of Abolish Abraham Abolish Lincoln and the Free Negro Hamlin. As regards to Hamlin's color, General Butler wrote the Secretary of War Staten when he was gathering Negro troops for the Union Army that we that he would have a regiment of mulattoes about the complexion of Vice President Hamlin. While the South was making much against Lincoln and Hamlin, one of the South General, James B. Floyd, was being called a Negro in the North. Floyd, who had been the governor of Virginia, a candidate for the presidency of the United States and former Secretary of War, a United States publication, Rebellion Record, Volume 3, page 47, 1862, has the following story about Floyd from the Springfield, Illinois Republic. So he's Republican. So you say in, in Illinois, Chicago, had, one had Republican, the other one had Democrat. This is Illinois. To show you that, you know, the history is changing. But it says, uh, a few years ago, a gentleman residing in Richmond, Virginia, gave a large dinner to some distinguished man among whom was Floyd, then a rising man, but whose personal appearance indicated neither mental or physical superiority, he being a Percy dark complexion man with crispy hair. Among the guests were two Indian chiefs, significantly specimens of their race, magnificent specimens of their race. Floyd, thinking to compliment them, made it, made, compliment them and make them at their ease told them in a condescending manner that he could boast of Indian blood being descended from Pocahontas. Hmm? One of the chiefs drawing himself up majestically and disdainfully and with a look of contempt on his noble kindness and broke his English. Uh, uh, no, no, nigger, 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 nigger. The confusion and dismay of Floyd was complete and it required all the boasting and politeness of Richmond to keep the other guests from laughing aloud. Mention of a Negro strain in Lincoln was revived most unexpectedly in 1940 with RKO for the world premiere of the motion picture Abe Lincoln in Illinois. Offered a prize for the American who most resembled Lincoln. The winner was Thomas Bomar, a lawyer and president of the National Postal Alliance 
When after submitting his picture, he appeared in person, the judge were amazed. It was as if Lincoln had come to life. But before the premiere, it was covered that the Bullmore, who had all, who had, who to all appearance was white, was a Negro. He was given the prize and sat in the front row to open night, but nothing was said of the contest. The dailies were silent about the affair, but the Interstate Broadcasting Company of New York mentioned it January 27th, while the Negro press gave it wide publicity. Friday, an outspoken white magazine also gave it several pages with pictures under the heading, Lincoln Sub at Lincoln Movie Show. Lincoln snubbed the movie show. It tells how the prize was privately awarded to a Negro, the man who looked most like Lincoln, March 15, 1940. Also, J.A. Rogers, Sex and Race, Volume 2, 379, Bowmore's Picture. Warren G. Hardy. Shortly before the 1920 election day, Americans were amazed to read in the Democratic papers that Harding was a Negro. Sometime before that, however, means of mimograph broadsides have been distributed saying that, Nick, that Harding's father is, his father is George Tyron Harding, obviously a mulatto. He has thick lips, rolling, rolling eyes, chocolate skin, and that his mother, Phoebe Dickerson, a midwife of whose ancestry is little known, was white. Attorney General Harry Daugherty says that there was discovered in the San Francisco Mail alone over 250,000 copies and that Wilson indignantly ordered the stuff destroyed. President Wilson, <laughs> thereafter, they were, they were distributed by hand. With this also appeared a book by William Estabrook, Chancellor, Chief of Economics, Politics, and Science of Worcester College, Ohio. Chancellor based his assertion on interviews with aged residents in Marion, Ohio, who knew Harden's family. He had affidavits from them as well as a letter from Senator Franker, Senator Foraker, a friend of the Negro, who had written asking him to give written him asking him to give Harding's sister Miss Vitale employment in the public schools of Washington DC of which Chancellor was then superintendent. She was given employment in a Negro school then tightly segregated. She also lived among Negroes there. Wendell P. Dabney, a Negro editor in a weekly editor of a weekly and paymaster of the city of Cincinnati said that Hardy had been known as a Negro long before the, the circulars appeared and that when he was first running for office, he used to tell Negroes he was colored. It's reported that when Republican leaders had called on Hardy to deny this story, he said, how should I know? Of my, of, how should I know? One of my answers might have jumped the fence. The Justice Department did its best to suppress the story. One of its special investigators, Gaston B., Means tells how he brought up Chance's book on Harding, brought them to Washington in a guarded car and made, and made a bonfire of them on the grounds of Boyd Mason's. The place was also destroyed, he said. Strange death of President Harding. 
page page 139 and 140. So thorough was the suppression. So thorough was the suppression that the book Warren G. Harding, President of the United States, is one of the rarest books ever printed in America. There are only no, three known copies. It is now said to be worth two hundred thousand dollars a copy. The rare book of the New York public has a copy. The rare room, the rare book room of the New York Public Library has a copy. Fact, January to February 1964 reproduces copy of some of the sworn affidavits of A. Whites who knew Hardy's ancestors. It also says that inquiries made by Dr. H. F. Aldifer and Samuel Hopkins Adams among the persons who swore to the affidavit showed that such persons still had to what they had said about Harding's being a Negro. <laughs> president. The fifth president said to be of Negro ancestry would not be named here. There said to be no public research on his ancestry as, as in the case of Harding. My first intent intimation of it was from a white woman in a cafe in the Latin quartier of Paris where Americans met nighted to talk. I understood it had appeared in a French paper on the topic of race intermixture. On my return to America, I heard much of it in Washington and New York was asked by my audience if it was true. But the only public published mention I ever saw of it was in the Baltimore Afro-American where one of his Negro columnists said it was a smear. So far, I know it was based on a photograph of President's mother and on a certain of those of President's. The portrait of his mother to the acquainted was Negro physiognomy does show Negro ancestry. Almost everyone who sees it has, without prompting or knowing, said she is a color. All was amazed when they heard who she really is. She is, she is Virginia born. The feature of this president also do show some Negro strain in his more informal pictures, especially two in my possession. Some of his pictures were a, a striking resemblance to two well-known Negroes. As for color photographs, they are often quite different from the real color of the subject. In conclusion, the fact that these five presents can be concaucased to some and Negroes to other shows how ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous is the burning question of race. of Alexander Hamilton, drawn from Peel's New York Public Library collection. Hamilton was darker in color than the picture shows, nor his woolly hair. And then over here we got another picture. It says Alexander Hamilton, another noted American whose ancestry has long been in dispute is Alexander Hamilton, native Virginia Island, who assisted that he was Native Virginia Islanders have insisted that he was colored. White American authors deny it. So here it says Alexander Hamilton, Caucasian, New York Library Collection. So you got these two. <laughs> Hamilton. Let's continue.
Among Virginians who say he was who say he was is Hubert Harrison. George Chandler and Reverend Charles D. Martin. The latter says that his mother was Rachel Fawcett was a mixed blood. The white that white woman, as in the other West Indian colonies, were very rare. Nevis being especially so that the first mother of the colony was were Negro slave women with mulatto or strength of their white master, as in the United States, of the white master had children with the mulatto women, and their offspring came to be listed as white. That is, they were known as white by law, as as in certain southern states of America. John Fawcett, grandfather of Rachel, was listed in an early census as having four black females. The sure proof that, that Hamilton was of Negro ancestry, says Reverend Martin, is that Han, Han, Hamilton's brother, James, same mother, same father, also migrated to the United States where he was treated as a Negro because of his dark color and hair. James, who was a merchant, was once refused a seat in a Broadway coach because of his dark complexion and is suing the company for heavy, heavy damage, quotes, quotes Reverend Martin from a letter to the Times. In this article, Alexander Hampton had Negro blood. He says the proof of this is, is not on the general belief that West Indians are of mixed blood, but in the sentiment of eyewitnesses who knew that the boy, who knew the boy before the fame crowned the man. Reverend Hamilton asked that Hamilton's father was invited to the United States, but not his mother because her presence would have ruined his, his, his prospects. She Reverend Hamilton asked that Alexander's father was invited to the United States, but not his mother because her presence would have ruined her, his prospects. She loved her son Alexander too much. The father, the failure, would have been, been accepted, but the mother would, with the noble mind and dark skin, would create much trouble as a colored delegate in a white convention. Her features were too pronounced. She was too typically Negro. Batif Patala August, so it's B-E-T-H-T-P-H-I-L-L-A-H, August 19, 1916. Hmm. And then it says, uh, the spokeswoman, January 1925, insists that he was of ne Negro extraction has never been successfully disputed. The statements the statement had Negro blood, his mother being a Negro woman. Maurice Davis, professor of psychology at Yale, says among noble Americans, the story persists that Alexander Hammond was born on the island of Negro Nevis was a Negro descent. Complete proof or disproof of this allegation is difficult since he was born out of wedlock. If Hamilton was not a Negro, he certainly brought two Negro sons into the world. One married a very light color white female and lived as white. Negroes in American Society, page 391, 1949. Strong support of Hamilton as white was Gertrude Atherton, leading novelist. She had written two novels glorifying him, The Hero and Conqueror, both which she claimed were his true and romantic story. Because of because of the insistent claim that he was a Negro, she decided to go to Nevis to prove that both his parents were unmixed white. She said in the North American Review, volume 175, 
page 227-242-1902. I admire Booker T. Washington and wish the color race all the success they deserve, but inherited instincts are strongest in us, and both enthusiasm and Im imitation will strive what I oblige to accept as a fact that Hamilton had Negro blood in him. If Hamilton had colored blood, he would have never, he would have several cold black descendants before this, such being the freakish law of nature. She thinks that belief that Hammond was a Negro was because he was West Indian in the United States such as Negro, and the United States guarded such as Negroes. Also that there may have been another Alexander Hamilton of slave birth on the island. Gertrude Harrison herself was a, was was said to be of Negro ancestry. Now let's be get something straight. Everybody's of Negro ancestry on the whole planet because humanity started Africa. So white people, this is uh, the Europeans. They create some. Well, I'm a European. No, Europeans started in Africa too. Okay, but that's strange to read in the book. It says Michael brought us in his book on Hamilton says that the statement he had Negro blood was without foundation. Hamilton paper was burnt after his death. It is held that this was done in order to have had his alleged Negro strain. The real truth of Hamilton and Churchill, I think, can be found in the earliest and the least known portrait of him. In this, he is seen with kind of a woolly share, common among light Negroes in the West Indies. There is also a certain fullness about the mouth that is somewhat Negroid. The portrait is by Peel. When talking about his birth, Hamilton replied, My blood is as good as those who plumbed themselves on their ancestry. This is interpreted by some writers as a significant as as a reference to his alleged Negro stain. Incidentally, another person is who was at first more important than Hamilton and even Washington, who was said to be of Negro ancestry, was Colonel George William Fairfax, cousin of the great Lord Fairfax. Hubert Hughes says to him, Fairfax was properly said to be a Negro. He was born in the Bahamas, and his mother was properly said to be a dusky beauty. Washington's brother, Lawrence, married Fairfax's sister. Life of George Washington, Volume 1, page 183, Volume 2, page 21, 1926. For extensive documentation and bibliography on the racial instruments that has gone on in the United States, see my Sex and Race, Volume 2, and nature knows no color line. Also passed for white file in the in the West 135th Street Library, New York, New York. And so uh, this is uh, Dr. A. Rogers was published uh, 19. It was published early 1900. Let's just say that 19. Uh, that says 1965, so maybe a little bit earlier than that. But uh, if you like that, you know, definitely subscribe. We're gonna read more books, and this is the first one you have for free. And also, when you read this, and we talk about presidents, you still have to take into the fact the Treaty of Friendship and Peace of 1787 between the Moors and the United States that uh, Thomas Jefferson all know about. And that's why it's not far-fetched about them having a Negro ancestry because we know us Moors ruled Europe and uh, our bloods all our blood all over the planet. So let's not act like we have to. They came out of us. So 
Uh, we're going to read more books. Make sure you subscribe. That way you can catch up to everything I read to help make things easier for you. This is the Ancient Kushite Glow Empire with your boy J Pillar. One.